Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com achieve today. Hello and welcome to Off The Beat & Track Podcast. I'm your host, I'm Stu Whiffin. Hope you're all doing well today. It's another week, therefore it's another episode. And today's episode... Well, my guest is wonderful. My guest is um, Radio 1 DJ, uh, Brit Awards red carpet host, uh, presenter of Brit Award. It's Clara Ampho. I was lucky to get a bit of time with Clara. She headed over to my little studio in East London and recorded some bits and pieces for the Pod Bible podcast as well. And uh, while she was there, we decided we'd chat music. And that's what happened, and you are about to find out what that chat involved. So, um, before we get on with it, I'd just like to say thanks to Scroobius Pip and everybody at the Distraction Pieces Network. Um, thanks to 76 for producing this and editing this. Um, thanks loads to you lot for listening. Thanks again to Clara for guesting. And if you do enjoy this and it's your first uh, time you've uh, listened to off the beaten track, go and have a look in the, the back catalogue because there's loads more lengthy stories and chats with, you know, whether it be musicians, DJs, producers, actors, artists, all of them have got a fascinating story about their creative journey. So go and have a look in the in the vaults, in the back catalogue. Uh, as well as that, if that's not enough, you still want more, then I do a weekly show as well on Patreon. So you can get another Off The Beaten Track episode over there each week. And uh, by going over there and getting involved, you'll be supporting this podcast, which is much appreciated. And if that's not quenched your podcast needs, then as mentioned earlier, there's this magazine and there's a podcast and it's called Pod Bible. And it's put together by myself, Scroobius Pip and Adam Richardson. And it's a one-stop shop for all things podcasts. So go and check out the um, Pod Bible podcast because each week you will hear all of your favourite podcasters talking about their podcast and the ones that they enjoy listening to. Um, and yeah, why not go and check out the magazine? You can read it online at uh, podbiblemag.com. And in regards to everything else to do with this podcast, uh, off the beaten track podcast.com. Go and have a look. Anyway, Let's get back to the job at hand, which is for me to say, please enjoy Off The Beat & Track podcast with the wonderful Clara Ampho. I've got an announcement. Save Our Souls Clothing. www.sosclothing.co.uk Why am I telling you this? Because they're our official sponsor. Yeah, that's right. Go and check them out because their clothing is off the scale. You're going to love it. So they've decided they want to be our sponsor, which is amazing. And what I have to do is I have to tell you about why they're amazing. So here's a little bit of blurb. So they've only been going a year. And they're based in South End on Sea, just up the road from me. They put the company together based on a, a love of tattoos and alternative music. And they've worked with some of the greatest artists around the world to produce these items of clothing that are as unique as you lot. All of the designs are printed using biodegradable, sustainable and water-based inks. In addition to that, they only print on garments made by members of Fairwear Foundation. I mean, come on, great clothing and a conscience. Since going live in April last year, they've seen their audience grow massively and are now selling orders all across the world. 
and they were recognised by Cosmopolitan magazine as one of the best sustainable clothing brands alongside names such as Stella McCartney. I mean, that's quite a first year, right? So go and check them out because they've put a lot of love into supporting this podcast and I couldn't be happier. What else they've done is they've given you 15% off. So if you head over to www.sosclothing.co.uk, do a bit of shopping, see what you like, throw it in the basket, and then on the way out, put in the discount code BEAT15, B-E-A-T-1-5, and that'll save you 15% off. Amazing, right? www.sosclothing.co.uk official sponsors of Off The Beat and Track podcast. Let's get back to that podcast. It's Off The Beat and Track podcast on the Distraction Pieces Network. Give me stew with him. Right, we're recording. We are in the WeWork building in East London and sitting opposite me today is Clara Ramfo. Trying to carefully put some water into my steaming hot cup of herbal tea. You made that a lot harder than it <laughs> needed to be. You could have took the lid right off. I know. I don't want to make too much noise, but whatever. <laughs> We're in the business of audio. It's fine. Um, yeah, you've got yourself a peppermint tea there, and yeah. you're sporting a original retro Prince T-shirt. I sure am. This Loving is, that. Um, oh, God, when was this printed? I think it's got it on the T-shirt, actually. I think this is like early 90s Prince. 1992. Yeah, that's Diamonds and Pearls yeah. gear, isn't yeah. it? Yeah, amazing. And in the, in the picture... On the T-shirt, he's holding like a fabulous golden gun, and I think he's in the bath or something. Of course um, he is. Of course, the best ever. Okay, so track one, please, Clara. The song with the greatest ever intro. Well, I I'm gonna prerequisite this whole interview by saying (laughs) I'm gonna change my mind. I I know for a fact about all of these the minute that we stop recording. I might change my mind throughout the conversations. Let's just see what happens, but. We all know these songs, they change every day. It does, it's like every flipping hour to be honest. Um, But actually, as I am wearing um, a Prince t-shirt, I will say the best song intro at this moment is When Doves Cry. Oh, that's good. It just, that riff man, it just slaps you in the face. And it's so dramatic. And then I just love how the pace picks up and it's just... It's just such a busy song. Yeah. There's so much, there's so much into it. You know, there's sort of funk and there's there's opera and there's gospel yeah. and and with a massive rock. Yeah, opener. exactly. Yeah. And but and the story of it, it's just um it's it was just it's just really sad if you if you if you think about it. Just that him explaining like his 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 background, I think, and just the symbolism of like this is what it sounds like when doves cry, like doves yeah. are a symbol of peace yeah, yeah. And, and hope and happiness. And the thought of a dove crying, like, it's quite weird, yeah, but it's, yeah, it's yeah, very yeah. sad. Um, but yeah, he was a genius, man. Was you big on Prince then? Uh, love, love, loved, love Prince. Like I, you know, like I've, I've come from a big family. I've got four brothers and one sister. Sorry, I was, I was really concentrating for someone <laughs> through the window, like just stacked it in the office. Sorry. Okay. <laughs> back to the serious muso chat. Um, no, my, my my older brother Andy, he's really into Prince. So I think I sort of inherited my my uh, my fandom from him. But I think he's just one of those artists that sort of, that I think is just so indebted in the sort of fabric of like pop culture with with all music lovers. I think I I, I mean look, you know it's always sad when when anybody dies, well known or not. Mm. And I think when it comes to public figures and particularly musicians, I think Prince is one of those rare breeds where Every single musician in the world, no matter what kind of music they make, was 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 devastated and expressed so publicly. I don't think I'd ever seen. I think him and Bowie within in my lifetime, him Bowie and Michael Jackson, mm-hmm. I think are the three artists that I've seen just a different mm. outpouring of love and respect for. Yeah. You know, um, with, with their passing, and I think, you know, that just it's just testament to to Prince's talent. Like, I saw him live. Gosh, at least. I saw him live uh, three times. So the first time I saw him live was when I started working at One Extra. Mm -hmm. I was doing the weekend breakfast show 
and I'd do that show 7am till 10am and this was when he was in no tell like that's the second time I saw him live I went to the 3121 tour at the O2 so you know right. when he when, yeah. he when he did like the I think he did like 17 or 18 mm-hmm. days like back to back that's the first time I saw him and I was like in the heavens but it was still it was still amazing uh, but the second I think most significant time I saw him was yeah when I started working at One Extra and I'd finished the weekend breakfast show and I went to queue outside Coco and I queued outside for Oh, my days. I think, like, seven hours. So this is when he was doing that hit and run tour. Do you remember, yeah. like, his manager at the time was just tweeting, OK, be here at this time. Yeah. He's putting on the show just because he felt like it. Did he do Electric Ballroom Yeah, well? yeah, he did. So, yeah. so my mates had gone to that, and I couldn't make it, and I was Because that, like, that was in the middle of the night. Yeah. Because we was doing the, we was doing the club night around the corner to where we're sitting now, and we was just driving out of London back to Essex, and then my mate texted me, he was going, get the fuck to, uh, to the electric ballroom yeah, 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 Prince yeah, yeah. is on so I was like no way it was like turn around couldn't get anywhere near yeah. it three of my mates went they just happened to be in the area and they were just like fuck it like let's go oh can I swear on here yeah, 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 great yeah. fantastic <laughs> they were like fuck it let's go and and they went and I was so jealous and I was distraught so I was like I'm never gonna get the chance to see it again <laughs> and then yeah then I went to Coco after, yeah. after my radio show and it was oh it was just beyond worth it He was, it was so magical yeah. it was he just he was so gifted it was like spiritual like to watch him and I remember he brought like Leanne Havis out uh, to perform one of her own songs and he just did every single hit like he really because you know Prince was known for being an, an indulgent artist mm. which is which was absolutely his prerogative but he really gave the fans what they wanted and he yeah. just he went in with the hits deep cuts like everything it was so good oh, he died on my birthday April 21st yeah oh, wow. you remember of course like... Yeah, I was in I was in Vienna on a work thing in a hotel room on my own, really miserable with that. I was on my own for my birthday, and uh, and I like I phoned I phoned my, like, my missus and kids, and I was just sort of saying, "Oh hey," and then like literally I went, "You know, Prince has died." I was like, "What?" And then literally just wrote off work for the morning, just sat there glued to the news, just thinking. How has Prince died? Mm. Prince is immortal. He's going to live forever. Right. Do you know what I mean? Definitely had that kind of energy, didn't you? Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Well, you mentioned Bowie earlier, and when you sent the list over, there was another uh, shout. So you can have some honourable mentions, Clara. Wonderful. Well, honourable mention for Bowie. And mm-hmm. um, what, what tune did I send over again? Fine. Oh, yeah. I just, oh, my God. I love the Young Americans album. Yeah. So, so, so much. Um, but again, <laughs> yeah, I always, I always say I'm going to give my brother Andy like a big head. But I think because out, out of our siblings, I think me and him, we have the most more similar music taste. Yeah. And I just inherited. There's only four years between us, so I just inherited He's everything. Old, yeah. That, yeah, 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 yeah. Everything that he loved, and he. He and actually my older brother Sam, massive Bowie fans, and again one of those artists that you you just just universally respected mm. and truly eclectic and just yeah had had that immortal energy you know yeah, you just you never absolutely. thought he was gonna go anywhere and I love the Young Americans album I mean I love I love all his records to be honest but I I, I just found it so interesting how he respectfully you know paid homage to like all the kind of funk and soul he was listening to at the time. And it, it, it wasn't uh, appropriation, it was more of a collaboration. Like, you know, mm-hmm. he really brought people in. And, like, you know, a lot of, some people do and don't know that Luther Vandross is, on, is, is singing background vocals mm. on, on that record. Like, there's a tune on there called Win that I absolutely love. Oh, yeah. it's so good. But, uh, but Fame, I just think that intro, it's just... Yeah. I just the dun, 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 it's so good. It's just wicked. And uh, iconic performance on Soul Train as well. Yes, yes, like, yes, yes. Absolutely amazing. In. And and it's, it's weird you mention uh, Van Dross. He's even on the track Young Americans. His vocal it just cuts through still, doesn't it? You can just hear it, and you think, yeah, there's a reason. You knew that guy was going to go. Yeah, places. he had it. He had it. R.I.P. Luther. <laughs> All right. First song you remember hearing that had an emotional impact on you? His eyes on the sparrow. So this is from the movie Sister Act Two, which is one of my. It's one of my most favourite films. Like it's always on like the telly. I think Easter and Christmas is not complete without one of the Sister Act movies on. It's just it's just there. And and I remember being absolutely obsessed with this film because it was like the first time that I'd seen Lauren Hill on the TV and I was just like, oh my god, like who who is this woman? Like she's like she's amazing. Yeah. Now the version that's on the soundtrack is a proper studio edit version, which is fab. But that's not the one that I like. I genuinely have gone on YouTube just to watch this. It's like only thirty seconds, but she. Oh my god! I just remember. I just like wow. People really sing like this. Yeah. Like people. 
It, it, it was, and it was, it's a cappella, it's a little bit of piano. Yeah. And it's just gorgeous. And I just yeah. remember being obsessed with it and just thinking, like, this is honestly one of the most beautiful things I'll ever hear in my life. Yeah. Just, yeah, just great. <laughs> so, what would that emotion have been? I think the emotion that I got from that performance was, I think, pride. And I think just, just genuine awe. I, 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 yeah, I just couldn't believe that somebody would, would sound, could sound like that. And she was so in the zone yeah. when she was singing. Like, like you wondered if she was about to start crying. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, she hits this really sweet high note and it's just, it's just, yeah, I, 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 it just floors me every time. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I don't really know what else to say. She says he talks for a living, but um, <laughs> yeah, man. Well, you say you talk for a living. You've been talking a lot this week. How's how's that been? The Brits. Yeah, Brits was amazing. I think for me, it was. I think it's the best one there's been in in, in the past five years. I thought it was truly fantastic. Mm-hmm. Like, and everyone that I know in the industry, and everyone I know who watched it at home, whether they you know work in music or not, was was saying like that was that was different. I think every single performer was a was a big hitter. And the thing is, everyone in the room was paying attention because sometimes at these things you'll find, you know, there could be a big old performance happening and people are there like, you know, chatting like chatting to their like mate on the table catch it up sometimes doing business deals yeah. get going to the bar whatever because it, it, it's it's a long event mm. and but this was one of those this was what a vintage year where everybody truly sat down and paid attention to everything that was going on like you know it was like it was playful but it was political it was like funny mm-hmm. i mean dave was just that just floored me that was pretty special it was it was incredible you know he's such a he's such a gifted gifted young guy and I love the fact that he played the piano because a lot of people don't know that he's he's a fantastic pianist mm. you know they just see a young black boy with a mic and just say okay you're just you're you're quote-unquote just an MC but he composes yeah. he produces he plays piano beautifully he's so he's just he's just a fantastic orator you know um, Stormzy's performance was just so it was it, it was like going to church and I'm not particularly a religious person my yeah. mum is shout out to my mum but it was it was such a a beautiful beautiful celebration of the culture which I thought was fab I thought Billie Eilish I mean I'm going to go through the whole line now because why not but I thought I mean I thought Billie Eilish was just stunning and again she's got that kind of vocal that it's 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 very delicate but still very powerful but that was one of those occasions again where you felt the room go quiet because you know you you really do have to truly listen to her to kind of you know take in the full experience she's not somebody whose performance you can chat through sure. and she's on stage with Johnny Marr and Hans Zimmer like come on like that's a big deal Harry Styles again fab and I'm really happy that he's getting his chance to shine because yeah. his record's really fucking good yeah it's 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 so good and I think he's I think he's really successfully managed to shake off the um the sort of boy band mm-hmm. stigma and Celeste again, she was fantastic. That was just her raw vocal mm. and a piano, and she oh my, like she floored everybody. Um, who else is there? There was Celeste, Mabel. Stormzy, Mabel was again so fab. Like it was, just, it was like a real like it was a very of the moment. Like this is this is like superb pop, like fab, like sort of production. And it was like, for me, it was like a proper sort of throwback to those like heydays of like Britney and Justin, that sort yeah. of like Max Martin, like big MTV yeah, yeah, production. Yeah, yeah. Like it really brought it back to that. Yeah. I thought it was, and it was just so fun to watch. She looked so joyous on stage. Um, but yeah. And she's got the coolest mum in the world. I mean, yeah. I mean, Nena's the, I mean, Nena's the dog. I love the fact they walked the carpet together and that she was her date. And like, you know, I think she won the award 30th the day after Nena had won, which is just, you couldn't make it up. You She's my absolute dream guest. I would no, do no. anything. She, no, she, she's, 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 she's the coolest woman. She's on the amazing, planet. and she's a, she's a one, she's a wonderful, wonderful woman, and a great cook. And a great cook. She's a, that woman can she can cook the things, man. She had a cooking show, didn't mm. she? That's right. It's not oh god, names dropping from the sky. She's she's no, Nena's a friend, and she's and it's so bizarre. I still like find it. Like, I'm, I feel like blessed and like humbled to say that I can call her my mate. She's wicked, and uh, we we went round to her at Notting Hill Carnival because um, they they they're like based in West London. Right. And her and Andy Oliver like cooked up a massive feast, like amazing like West Indian food, and I'd never felt so full in my life. I just couldn't keep, I couldn't stop going back for afters. But she's just she's just a loving like like brilliant woman, man. So yeah, big up Nena all day. Wonderful. 
I bet I've left somebody off the plate that I know you want to move on, but I'm just like, have I left somebody off this list? I'm trying to think. Who else performed? Was yeah. there any rock bands? Um, oh, Rod Stewart, and do you know what? I don't want to talk about it. It's a fucking exceptional song. Yeah. It was very good. Yeah, because it was, hang on, it went, uh, who opened the show? Mabel opened it. It was Mabel. Uh, there was nine performers. Mabel, Rod Stewart, Harry, Stormzy, Dave, Celeste. Oh, my God, there's two more. That's really going to bug me. Oh, Lizzo. Oh, God, Lizzo was wicked. Oh, my God, Lizzo was so fun. And she did this wicked medley as well. And, again, the power in that girl's voice yeah. is so incredible. And I just love the fact that she's a great example of, you know what, um, people always say, you know, was it, take, it takes 10 years to become an overnight success. Mm -hmm. She's been about, and people only start paying attention about, yeah. what, all of, like, what, eight or nine months ago. Yeah. And she's absolutely killing it. So I'm, I'm really happy for her. Sorry. I'm very thorough like that. I've always got, I've always got to... Uh, Tick it off. Yeah. So as, as somebody that was on the carpet, you know, chatting to everybody as they're coming in and stuff, do you still get starstruck? Um, and if so, who, who was you starstruck around? That's a good question. It's a funny one. You know what? Doing this job, I always approach it with sort of two layers of thought because you've got to pay attention to the fact that it's a job and everyone's just getting on with theirs. So in that sense, I'm just like, oh, okay, there's Lizzo. Yeah, she she plays, she, you know, she raps, she sings, she plays yeah. the flute. She's coming here to do her job. Yeah. But also it's like, fuck, that's Lizzo. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, but I think, I think, you know, being able to, to do interviews with people and to chat to people, you, you, you see the human, you get to see the human. Sure. And, and you don't, you know, and it, which is which is really cool because you know all we're used to seeing is what's presented to us via social media yeah, yeah, and in the papers and like music videos and whatever. So you have, of course, the image that's, that that's given to you, but to actually get to talk to them and get to know them is yes, it's 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 a proper joy. So I'm, I don't get starstruck that often, although. Come on, even not the Brits. No, you must have been starstruck once. Oh, just this one specifically, or in general? In general. Oh, I'll tell you, but she's not a musician, though. Is that okay? okay. Yeah. Um, a couple of years ago, the Brits, <clears throat> when I was doing the coverage, Naomi Campbell like walked past, and I, my jaw genuinely dropped. She, she's one of the most offensively good-looking people I've ever seen <laughs> in my offensive, life. offensive, isn't it? She's honestly <laughs> carved by angels. Like she's so beautiful. Yeah. I, I was rendered speechless. Like she's stunning. Yeah. Um. Okay, so I want to know that. Um, tell me a track, please, Clara, of a song that reminds you of your time at school. Mm. Okay, I'm, I'm trying to take myself back to like, because I was, it was always my job to kind of like you bring in tunes. Secondary school? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Secondary school and co college, because so, those are the times where I had my sort of. My, actually, no, actually, let me. Actually, no, Spice Girls. Right. Yes. <clears throat> Spice Girls. Spice Girls definitely reminds me of being at school just because th th they were everything. Yeah. You know, it was... Of course. And I think to this day, and don't get me wrong, we've had so many successful girl bands that are thriving and fantastic, but I think when it comes to cultural impact, I don't think anybody's touched them since. It, it, no, I, I completely agree. And it, and it come at such a point when just the, the, the iconic Union Jack dress at the Brits, you know, and, and it was at a time when... It was Britpop. It was. It felt like it was New Labour. It felt like something exciting was really going to happen. Obviously, it didn't, but it promised so much at that time, didn't it? Like, and it was just an exciting time. And I think the Spice Girls were at the forefront of that, weren't they? They were up there, and they done what Oasis and Blur and they never done. They cracked the states. Yeah, it's, it's their success is amazing. Actually, you just okay. You've inspired me. I do know when I was starstruck when I met Sporty Spice at the Brits this year. <laughs> I genuinely was like, oh, my God, it's Melanie C. <laughs> and she was so lovely. Yeah. And, oh, yeah, and here's a funny story, actually, because we both we were both booked to DJ at the same after party that night. And there was a little mix-up with the schedule. So my set got cut in half. I was, and I was, like, deep in the mix. And I was, like, really feeling it, really, like, having a great time. And then I get a tap on my shoulder. And it's, like, the management from the, from the venue. And they're just like, yeah, so... Uh, Melanie C is supposed to be on now. And I was just like, no, like my time is da 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 And basically it was a miscommunication. So my set got cut short. And do you know what? Any DJ that knows, anyone who plays tunes out for a living knows like there's an etiquette, yep. respect each other's time. But 
I will make the exception. <laughs> I mean, obviously, it wasn't her being a diva. Let me make that yeah. categoric. Let me categorically state that. Um, but yeah, if there's anybody that was going to get me off the off the out of the booth, Sporty Spice. Yeah, like she <laughs> she's the exception. But like, I was starstruck because yeah, she like I think I think she is my favourite Spice Girl. Yeah, she is. And so and so yeah, that I was genuinely like, oh my god, she was so she was so lovely. And then she started following me on Instagram and I was like, oh my god. I actually I think I curtsied when I met her. Yeah. No, I did, I curtsied. Oh I know I did it was, it was, obviously it was I was being I was being extra. I was being extra, but I was just like I feel like I just need to just Brilliant. Like, yeah. I gave her a little like little curtsy. Come on. Icon. So where was school? So I went to a school called Holy Cross, right. and it was a Catholic school. <laughs> See how well I turned out? <laughs> yeah, there's, there's, no, it was actually run by a couple of nuns and like and, and other and other like non-nun type people. Um, but yeah, school school was a fun, funny experience. I was fairly well behaved, I yeah. would say. I think. Do you know what? I did well. I got, I got, I think I got like 10 or 11 GCSEs and I got like, I had like a A sort of average. I got C in maths. I did do my maths GCSE twice mm -hmm. because me and maths just, we just, we've never really got along. Yeah. Never been my, uh, my forte. I was really into English. I, I loved, I loved to write, loved to read, loved English, loved anything creative like that. That was me. Was loved history. encouraged at school? It was, it kind of, it was somewhat. It wasn't the most like, you know, um, it wasn't something that the actually no I should tell a lie no the school did pride itself on creativity, um, yeah I yeah I I wrote a lot there were, there were lots of plays or lots of talent shows and stuff um, oh yeah we did we did a production of Bugsy Malone and I auditioned for the part of Fizzy and I didn't get it and I was fucking pissed I was pissed mainly the thing is I actually can't sing. And that's an ambitious song to yeah, sing, yeah, that yeah, one. Yeah, 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 tomorrow. <laughs> uh, no, and I remember this girl called Becky got it, and I was fuming. So I was like, I think I was cast as, like, down and out, like, number 32. You know, you know <laughs> down, 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 down. Yeah, and I was gutted. But no, but I, I still had a good time. But, um, no, it was, it, like, school's fun. You enjoyed it? No, I did. I mean, don't get me wrong, it wasn't perfect. Like, you know, you know what school is? It's just a, you know, it's a mishmash of developing humans, all their hormones. Got to get through it. Yeah, all their joys, all their insecurities, and all of that. Like, some, so, of course, there's going to be drama. Yeah. But, yeah, I met some of my best friends, like, at school. What did you want to be when you were at school? Um... I think I always definitely wanted to work in a creative industry. I wanted to be a dancer at one point. I wanted to be an athlete. I wanted to be a lawyer at one point, but then I realised I was like, I ain't got time for that. Like, just that the that I I wasn't. I think I have the passion for people, but the but I think the uh, the dedication to all the to the to the reading and the actual practice of law. I just, I just I yeah I don't think I could do it. So it's so respect to anybody that works in the legal profession because. Oh my gosh, and I know what I'm like. I'd get, I'd get too involved. Yeah. I've got an aunt who's a social worker, and some of the stuff that she, that, you know, obviously she keeps things confidential. But some of the stuff that she's alluded to on cases that she's worked on has like floored me, and that's just me hearing that, yeah. you know, from from her. So to be the person experiencing, you know, in like people's injustices, injustice and things like that, I just, I don't think I could handle it. You won't be able to do the kind of cut off. Of yeah, no, nah, I'm, I'm, yeah, I think I, I, I just get too emotionally involved. And I, yeah. I just think, I think I'm. Yeah, I don't think I could uh, compartmentalise. I, I agree, I'd be the same. Yeah, Didn't so I, I, I ran to the arts. <laughs> I ran to the radio. <laughs> Hello, I've interrupted the podcast again, haven't I? Sorry, it won't take a sec. All I want to say is, the songs that we're talking about in this podcast, if we can't play them, it's just because of the regulations regarding playing licensed music and such. So if you want to hear the songs... Just go over to Spotify and... Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wegovy and Zepbound for those who qualify. 
Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Search off the beat and track podcast and you can listen to all the songs because I've put playlists up for each of these. If you can't find it on there... I'll send links on all the social media accompanying each episode. So you've just got to press that one button and you can go through and you can enjoy all the songs that our guest picks. Anyway, I'll shut up, get back to the podcast. See you on the other side. First song you bought from a record store? Yeah, I think I bought, I think I might have bought the Crazy Sexy Cool album. But then I'm thinking about the single. So I, I may, I, maybe, I think it was Creep, maybe one of them. Um, but I think actually, I think one of the first records I bought was probably like a compilation or something. My memory, even though it's fairly, it's fairly good. Sometimes there's just holes. I'm just like, huh, what? Yeah. Um, but I've just, Joe, you know I'm just, I'm obsessed with the. I love. I've always had the concepts of girl bands. I just, I love the female voice mm-hmm. harmonised. I will all. That will always be one of my biggest, sort of. Like one of my regular go-tos yeah. when it comes to like listening to music, like whether it's, you know, the Ronettes or TLC or Little Mix or Spice Girls, yeah. Odd and Vogue, you know, Destiny's Child, whoever. I just I love I love a two, three, four, five part harmony. Yeah. You forget how big on Vogue were they? Yeah, were so fantastic. Big, they? And still, I'm still going. Like I went I went to see them maybe three years ago or maybe a bit maybe it was a bit longer four or five years ago the indigo too mm. and it was all the original members and those those harmonies they were just on point like no auditory mics nothing yeah just just crisp sharp diction yeah. like fab so good but um yeah i just i love the tradition of of of, of a female like yeah harmony well record shop saying that become important to you as your career started to kind of move into music? Yeah, do you know what? It's, it's a funny one, actually, because I think I, I essentially came of age, like, right in the cusp of sort of, like, the digital explosion. Yeah. So I was obviously aware of what, of what a record is and what vinyl is but from, from my dad. And, like, cause I, my God, God, God rest his soul, but we used to... I mean, I tell everybody this, and, like, and, 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 and every time I say it, I'm like, oh, my God, we were such little shits for that. But we used to, we used to use his vinyl as frisbees in the house, and he'd go... He'd go mental, be like, oh, what? Yeah. So. yeah, he'd be like, oh my God, oh my God, <laughs> like, you know, um, and now I'm like, oh my God, I just, I could never do that. But, um, you know, when I learned how to DJ, I learned how to DJ, DJ using CDs and CDJs, and now I use USBs when, on the occasions that I play out. I don't play out as, as, as much as I used to at, at all, actually. But also, I just like to go and play music that I like. Yeah. You know, so there we go. Um, but, um, I, yeah, I remember there was a record shop. Oh, God, I've forgotten, I've forgotten the name of it now. Um, what, like an independent store? Yeah, oh, what's it bloody called? It'll come back to me. But, um, yeah, I, I've, I, I definitely had my moments. But I, I'd go looking for CDs, sure. not, not vinyl. And then, but then, yeah, I kind of came of age in the kind of digital explosion. And then, you know, you realise the ease of like, OK, I don't need... Like, recently, actually... I say recently, about about a year ago, I chucked out all my old CDs. I, I got I downloaded everything onto a hard drive. Yeah. So everything that was on my on my laptop anyway, I put on like I got an external hard drive, put everything on, triple checked it, triple saved it, because I was just like, yeah. I can't lose anything. Yeah. And apart from maybe f- four or five physical CDs, which were like, you know, first editions and just really yeah. sentimental, I chucked everything out. So I just realized I just, I just didn't need oh, them in the cool. house. No, I know it is, but I just thought like I did, it was was taking up space it's and so I don't regret weird. it actually I don't regret it As, when I DJ like cause I DJ for bloody years like when CDs broke through I still used to take my vinyl in case something went wrong with a CD player and then it was like okay USBs right I'm still going to take me CDs just in case and it's like and I've now just kind of relaxed enough to trust yeah. the USB and it's it like- is crazy that 
you can just turn up to DJ now. Plug it in. Plug it in. And yeah, man. I did. I yeah. I did. I did a gig the other night on a boat. Actually, uh, no, was it last night? Was it the night before? Yeah, earlier on this week, I did a gig on a boat, and yeah, I just turned up with my set in my in my pocket. Yeah. And it was just like, this is great. Like, all those years carrying around a laptop. And like, it's... anyway, sorry, carry on. <laughs> That's all right. No, well, while we're talking DJs and clubbing, mm. track five. Mm. Um, and this is the one I'm really interested in, in, in chatting about. Um, the song that soundtracked your years in Clubland. Yeah. I've never heard that in a club. Oh, God, it's a song I couldn't escape for a while. Like, I'll, t- I'll, t- I'll tell you why. So the tune is, it's 4533, that's it. Yeah. I always get the number mixed up. 4533 by LCD Sound System, but it's a Theo Parrish remix. And I absolutely love this song. I just, I just, it's just so fab. You're adding space. You feel so fab. <laughs> and every time I hear it, I just see me and my friends getting our absolute lighter. This would have been around like 2011, 2012 times, but I still hear it now. Um, So basically it it soundtracks me going to a club night called Deviation, which I absolutely love. Where was that? Um, So Deviation started off in the Gramophone, which is a club in East London, which is now um, a Mexican restaurant. Hello, gentrification. Um, (laughs) And, uh, but, but a lot of the crew who would go to that, who would go to that uh, club also used to go to a club called Plastic People, which is now a cocktail bar off Old Street. Hello, gentrification. Um, and um, the night was run by my friend Benji. Benji B is a fantastic DJ, like brilliant selector, a good friend. And I met some of my best friends on that dance floor. And that tune just reminds me of, of going to that night. And it was just, it was like one of the anthems for the yeah. night. And it's just one of those tunes like when, when Benji or whoever would bring it in, everyone would just get really hyped because it's just the intro is just, oh. It's, I just have a massive smile just thinking yeah. about it. But I just, I just love that song. So 4533, for those that haven't heard it, obviously I'll, uh, there, there'll be a playlist on Spotify where you can go and listen to all of um, Clara's tunes. 4533 is, 45 minutes and 33 seconds, and it was the track that uh, James Murphy um, put together to run to because he's a, a runner. Mm. And he was like, yeah, so that's gonna, that is the perfect, and it, it kind of spirals up and down. It takes you on a journey, which is a kind, it's what I used to run to all the time. And it's like, yeah, I've not heard this mix though. It's sick, it's just so good. And there's, there's like this weird, it's like obviously lots of synth in it because Ovi, the O Parish. But it's just, it's just, it's kind of glitchy as well. It just, oh, it's just really good. What did you yeah. want from clubbing, Clara? You what? What did you want from clubbing? Um, I want escapism, I want freedom, I want to feel, I want to feel fucking free and amazing. And like, that's the thing. Like, and you know, I, I, dap- I absolutely still love going out, but I find. You know, and there there are definitely amazing places still to go, but I think the I don't think there is as much variety as there was. I totally agree. And and I was just like, is this me just getting a little bit older, or is or, or is stuff changing? But with everybody I speak to, you know, whether they're eighteen or like you know twenty eight, thirty eight, there there definitely has been a there definitely has been a shift in spaces. And I think, I mean, it's a tale as old as time because, and shout out to, you know, the, the queer community, because I, I think, you know, and, I, and I'm somebody who is, is, a, is a proud like, ally and I've been welcomed by some of my queer friends like, to their, their clubbing spaces. But if it wasn't for, I'd say, queer black people, like, I mean, house music and clubbing, and just the experience of clubbing as we know it would be so different. You know, those, under, those, those, those underground spaces, uh, you know, uh, 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 harvest so much creativity. Everything. Yeah, and and everything, and like, and they're the most exciting places to go. But I, but but same way, like I don't want to invade someone's space if I'm not invited. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? But they I think they are. I think the the queer the queer black spaces to, uh, probably the most exciting raving spaces at the moment. Always has been. Yeah, I've, I've yeah. been a promoter for thirty years, Clara, mm. and wherever I've gone is generally I'm five years behind where they are. Yeah, 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 because yeah. Because they're the trailblazers. Absolutely, absolutely, absolutely. You know, I mean, big up Frankie Knuckles all day. Oh. But that, but that, but that's, that, you know, people like him, you know, people like, I mean, even though he's quote unquote not just a vocalist, but, you know, somebody like Sylvester, like, you know, you, I mean, we could, you could go back and back and back and back, but it's, yeah, it's just, it's really interesting where we are now, I think, in, uh, in Clubland. And I, and I, I can still dance, you know, till like four, five, six in the morning, but, yeah. I, but I'm finding that there are less places that I, that I love to go now. 
that I just truly love to go. Although a friend of mine always goes to a spot called Glitterbox. She's obsessed with it. Yeah. She like she's like Clara, you've got to come to Glitterbox. My friend Rada, she always goes with her boyfriend Henry. They're obsessed with it, and like and she keeps like bringing more and more of our friends to go. She's like, honestly, you will just get your life. Yeah. Yeah. I, I've never. Have you been before Glitterbox? Glitterbox. Yeah. It's um, it's it's, it's one of the defective brands. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. Funny if I'm on I'm on the front of a defective CD. I model for one of their CDs once. Oh really? Yeah. I was, I was sort of on, on the front of a Soul Heaven CD. I totally forgot about that. <laughs> yeah, sorry, that just came to me. Anyway, I digress. Was that one of the CDs you kept? Um, no, it was. And I tell a lot. And I tell I do because my friend was a graphic designer, so I kept it. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's just pure vanity. Anyway, we continue. Sorry. Track six, Clara. Favourite song from an artist from your home county? So, I'm from Ghana. Mm-hmm. Mum and dad both from Ghana. And there's lots of different um, dialects um, in the country, but the main language is called Tree, and it's spelled T-W-I. And I can understand it fairly well, but speaking it, I'm not, I'm not as good as I could be. <laughs> And so many of my family members who still live in Ghana take the piss out of me because uh, some of my, the way I say some things, they're just like, really? And I'm just like, oh, I'm sorry, please don't judge me. Um, okay, so this tune, it's called Na Anka Ebeeden, and I f- actually forget what that means. So this song um, is a really popular tune that you would always hear at a Ghanaian like wedding reception, even at a wake. Because when, when you pass away in Ghana, like it's a, it, they make a big deal out of it. And it's, what a celebration! Yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, like when my dad passed away, there was like a full like brass band, and they like dance with your coffin like down the street and everything. With like, the coffin. Oh yeah, 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 wow. yeah, yeah, yeah. They dance with your coffin like it's it's a proper homecoming. Like that's what that's what it's called. Like cause of glory, like homecoming. Um, and and you know, obviously once. The the wailing is 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 done. People people celebrate and they dance like like it's 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 a it's a tradition, and uh, that sounds amazing. No, no, it's fab. It, honestly, it's, it's truly incredible. And um, this song you would just always hear at a Ghanaian function, just because the chorus is it's so simple and the beat is really simple as well. And it literally just goes da 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 really catchy and I just really like it it just reminds me of my childhood and actually my mate Larizzo was a wicked DJ he played it at my birthday party last year and everyone lost it so that was fun wonderful <laughs> yeah um okay so you get to do what you do best now and for the last track um you get to play DJ Clara and you get to recommend a song that many may not know that you would like them to hear right and could this and this gets to and this is like uh, it doesn't have to be a raving song. Can be any no, song. Well. So this is the tune that people wouldn't assume that I like. Okay. Is is this is this the premise of it? Yeah, it can be. That's what I uh, that's what I took yeah, from the yeah, question. Much. Right. Okay. So I'm torn because I Joe I really love classical music and a lot of people don't don't know that about me, and yeah I'm gonna go with Claire de Lune by Debussy and I love 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 this piece I guess this song. Um, it's been used in so many of my favourite films and I just I just think it's so beautiful and there's um, there's a sadness about it that I just really like I just find it really touching um, and there's a there's a fab film um, that I love with Al Pacino and Michelle Pfeiffer in and it's called um, Frankie and Johnny and actually the I think the full title because it used to be um, a play and I think it was called Frankie and Johnny and the Claire de Lune so it's got the song title in it and then they made the Hollywood version so I think it's the first time they did the film together since Scarface yeah and there's a scene, it's, it's the ending scenes of the movie. This song gets played in it and it's just, and it's just so gorgeous. So I just really like it. <laughs> well, you've sent two over and the other one, again, is from a film. Oh, this is the Chris Isaac movie. Is it Angel? No. It's Wild at Heart. Wild at Heart, that's it. I've never seen that film, but I know it's, I know it's in that movie. It's a good movie. Yes. Um, yeah, I just, I think Wicked Game by Chris Isaac is so beautiful. Um, it's such, I think the melody is so haunting. It's so sexy as well. And um, I just, I just remember, um, like, it just, it's one of those films, it's one of those songs that will just like, I don't know, you know, like when you're, when you've been out for a night and then the, the taxi driver's always got like the smooth, the smooth stations on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like the, the, the easy listening. Because the thing is, I'm around new, new, new music and yeah. modern music all the time. Yeah. So outside of work, don't go wrong, I still listen to, I still listen to what I like to listen to in that sense. But I love hearing a contrast and... 
nothing wrong with a bit of magic at 3am. Oh, abs- no, but this is the thing. And, I, and I, when I started in radio, I started at Kiss FM. Kiss FM and Magic used to be on the same floor, so I yeah. knew I would hear all those tunes yeah. as well. So I'm, I'm very sort of, uh, I'm very uh, knowledgeable of like the kind of the magic sort of playlist and the and stations of that ilk. Yeah. And I think after a night out, like I don't know when you're like in the back of the taxi, and the and the drivers got on those stations. It just makes you feel really like comforting. But this song will, all, I'm, 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 it would, would usually come on if you if you listen long enough to most of those stations. Yeah. Someone will play it, I think. And it's just it's like an adult lullaby. It's just so yeah. lovely. It's an incredible record. Oh, it's so beautiful. His voice is, it's really haunting. It fits that movie perfectly as well. And he just, I mean, have you seen him? He's a Beautiful. Oh, yeah, man. he looks like he looks like Elvis a little yeah. bit. Little, he's got a sort of Elvis kind of thing, and like, he's got a strong jawline, great Bo- hair. He's got a boxer's nose. Yeah, 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 yeah. He's like he's like he's, he's like he's a he's a rugged kind of dude. Yeah. But um, and I, what was I was gonna say? Da, 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 da. That's what it is. I love the thing I love about his voice. He's got this like yodel yeah. in his voice when he hits the um the main like work when he says I in yeah. the song, and it, he he yodels ever so slightly. And I just Wobbles, think it's re- it? yeah, it's fab. Yeah, man, big up Chris Isaac. Okay, so got a podcast i do have a podcast tell me all about it uh, my podcast is called this city with clara Anfo. uh surprise it's me um, and it's all about people's uh relationship with london okay um just because you know london has got literally millions of people in it don't ask me for, for the full statistic because i've just forgotten it but um <laughs> but i've i found a few of the million that pe- that that i that i'm pretty sure people will know yeah um just talk about their experiences you know with london you know whether that like you know doesn't matter if they were like they weren't born here or whether they did grow up here. That that's the thing because I think London is that thing. People are people are in and out. Mm-hmm. People people are from here and have their roots here. But it's um, I li- I'm not trying to pretend that London's perfect at all. But I think but that's the per- perfect thing about it. It's, it is imperfect, and I discuss that you know with all my guests as well as you know their favourite clubbing memories and their favourite takeaways and where they fell in love and um, where they where with the, with the artists like where their favourite performances were and um, yeah it's, it's just been really fun to kind of see people's perspectives of, of one singular place sure yeah it's, it's been really really interesting so far so why as somebody that's you know at the top of the tree in, in, in radio DJing, <laughs> why a podcast um, because I love conversation I love chatting to people and don't get me wrong I get to do that on my show but Louis Threw isn't coming into the live lounge anytime soon is he let's just sure. be honest <laughs> So, and he's someone that I really, uh, that I just really respect and admire. And so I think it's just a different way for me to have um, just just longer, different conversations that aren't necessarily around music sure. with people. And it's been, it's been, a, and if, if anything, I think, you know, having this extra sort of arm of broadcast has only fed my daily show sure. at Radio 1. So it, they really complement each other. Lovely. It's just, yeah, I think they've both, I think doing these things together has given me sort of, yeah, more, more passion for the other one. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. yeah. <coughs> Excuse me. <coughs> so who have you had on apart from... Obviously, you mentioned Louis Threw. Yeah, we had Louis Threw on. Um, had Mo the comedian on, who is just the, who is just the funniest guy. He he was the very first episode, actually. Um, we had Enchisi Gatwa on. He is an actor. He's in that TV show called Sex Education mm-hmm. on Netflix, which has just become it's become a bit of a, a bit of a phenomenon. Actually, huge. it is absolutely huge. Like the way his life has changed over the past, like. Yeah, year and a bit. It's like, it's, it's just nuts. Yeah. Like he's still he's still like based in Tottenham and that. Like for, when we've been out, it's just really interesting to see how people like react to him. It's like wow, this is really intense. But he's he's still he's he's still a good guy. He's he's a he's a lovely lovely human being. Um, Dina Asher Smith, right? Our, our our team GB gold medalist queen. Um, she's brilliant. Like she she's just she. I think one of my favorite things she said in the conversation was like, look, I just get paid to run in a line sometimes with a bend in it and I was like you know what you stand in your truth Wicked. that is that is what is what you do and you do it so very well so is it a weekly show yeah so we're gonna we put an episode out every Tuesday so we're already working on series two um but uh by now you would have enjoyed Reggie Yates and the brilliant little sim 
friends who I just love. So yeah, two uh, two really cool people. So series one's out at the moment. Uh, we're putting out an episode every Tuesday. Currently working on series two. But um, yeah, I'm excited. I'll t- one thing to look forward to is that I've got a girl band on there that I absolutely love. Um, they are, they are, I'd say, I'd say they're pretty iconic and I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing people I'm looking forward to people hearing what they have to say. Wicked. Yeah. Where can people find out about everything you're up to, Clara? Um, they can find, you can find everything I'm up to, usually on Instagram. That is my preferred vehicle of social media these days. I think Twitter is great for news cool. and current events within reason, but I'm, I'm mostly on the gram. So it's just at Clara Ampho, C-L-A-R-A-A-M-F-O. I, that's where I update all my stuff. But um, yeah, the podcast up there, Apple, Spotify, ACOS, all your usual spots, yeah. Um, okay, you happy for me to tag you in this on Instagram when this comes out? Yeah, sure, yeah, no worries. Wonderful. Clara, thank you very much. Thank you. There you go. Clara, she was great, right? Had a really good time, and uh, honestly, when, when she was talking clubbing, she was literally dancing in her seat, and the biggest smile was on her face. Uh, it, was, it was really nice to see. Um yeah, we had a real good laugh, uh, which I'm sure you've um, picked up on. And uh, yeah, so go and check out Clara's podcast and uh, and obviously tune in to uh, BBC Radio 1 because uh, that's what she does. All right, I will see you next time. In the meantime, please give us a like, love, share, retweet and all that malarkey on the social media. And uh, yeah, I'll see you next time. Thanks again for listening. Bye-bye. Oh yeah, sorry. I've butted in yet again. I just want to quickly tell you about this magazine. It's called Pod Bible. Now Pod Bible is the new essential guide to podcasts. It's put together alongside Spotify and Acast and it's a one-stop shop to tell you all about the podcasts you maybe know about but definitely about a load of the podcasts that you probably don't know about that we think you should know about. I mean in the first edition there's interviews with Adam Buxton, interviews with Craig Parkinson, um, there's features on Jade Adams and there's just an abundance of information about so many exciting podcasts that are out there. Also, Spotify have given us these amazing little codes. So if you do get a print copy, you can just turn on your Spotify on your phone, scan the little code and it just automatically opens up the podcast on your listening device. How good's that? If you haven't managed to get a print copy, then just go over to www.podbiblemag.com and read it online because the digital version is all over there and it's all free. So every other month there'll be a new edition out. So go and have a look and support us on the social medias as well. Podbiblemag.com It's off the beat and track podcast on the Distraction Pieces Network. With me, Stu Whiffin. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.